G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Now, I'm just curious, mate. I was actually just looking at the uh, website stats for Vision's uh, website recently, and one of the articles that's been the most viewed is the one uh, with Mark Knowles when he was uh, sharing about what happened on 60 Minutes recently. Uh, he was yeah. on here with Neil Johnson. He did a great job on uh, on 60 Minutes recently, and uh, as, as I was just mentioning to you off air, uh, that uh, it was actually my, my church was one of the churches that actually 60 Minutes came in and secretly filmed our associate pastors, uh, and they were very loving to this guy who was claiming he had same-sex attraction issues, and thankfully they... You know, they didn't get any dirt on them saying anything wrong, but they were just very loving and caring for this guy. But it was very underhanded the way 60 Minutes did this. Uh, And Martin did a great job on that program. But I'm just curious, uh, are the laws different in different states? For example, if someone came in to a pastor in Victoria and said, I'm struggling with same-sex issues and I would like uh, to change and, and, you know, be straight again, uh, could the pastor be... You know, have dis- been discriminated against for speaking out the truth of Orthodox Christian beliefs. Are the laws different in different states? Uh, the there is an investigation uh, underway in Victoria of large churches uh, based on this whole idea of uh, gay conversion, air quotes. Um, and the view in Victoria is that gay conversion is taking place in you know, large Pentecostal churches is the way they phrase it, or even warehouse churches is how they express it. The point is that uh, there is an attempt to make it illegal uh, to uh, assert that somebody who is gay who would like to pray for unwanted same-sex attraction um, uh, should should be denied that opportunity for that prayer. Uh, at the moment, this is under the Health Regulation Act in Victoria, mm-hmm. probably the only state I can speak with some knowledge of. And um, uh, there is a uh, case to be made that uh, the activists are trying to make that um, pastors are in a therapeutic relationship with uh, members of the congregation or those who visit them and therefore could be caught under the Health Act uh, for you know, gay conversion. So at the moment, there is no uh, live case in Victoria, but we know that they have thrown the net out wide to try and catch pastors. So this is this is hazardous stuff, and I know that in Queensland, uh, where this filming took place, um, I understand the, the filming was legal, but it may not have been legal in other states. It's just an inconsistency mm. in the laws in relation to... Um, you know, who can uh, tape a conversation and who needs to consent. Mm, certainly a, a big story. And we know that 60 Minutes obviously uh, had an agenda uh, when, when they were, you know, editing and interviewing. And there was, you know, they actually made it look like there was a gay conversion group at our church, but we, we don't run anything. It was just our Wednesday night Bible study, but they made it look like that's what the group was. Uh, no, no, well, well, well done for clarifying that because 
misrepresentation, and that was substantial mm. in that program. And, uh, you know, it, it was a very distorted presentation. I hope people saw through it. Mm. Also interesting to see that the C3 Church was recently uh, featured on A Current Affair. Uh, did you get get a chance to see uh, those two episodes? Uh, I, I read the article about it, mm. and uh, there didn't seem to be a lot in it from my perspective, mm. Matt. Yep. Certainly interesting uh, how the, the media certainly has an agenda there in uh, in the mainstream. Now, let's uh, get back to ACL. You guys have got uh, a Humans, Human Rights Law Alliance submission and yes. some cases outlined in the Australian newspaper. Tell us about that. The, um, it's largely the cases that I've just mentioned, and it's, it's very interesting that John Steenoff of the Human Rights Law Alliance, he's uh, quite a strong media talent. Uh, he was published in the Australian on the weekend on these issues, uh, and is regularly uh, in the media. It's and I, interesting talking to John. The thing that's probably the biggest touch point at the moment where the most tension is, is in relation to transgender issues. So gay marriage having gone through, that's no longer a, a presenting issue. Uh, where the greatest pressure on is in relation to transgender matters. It's very interesting, Neil, I've seen a letter this week signed by 257 doctors to Greg Hunt, the health minister, uh, basically demanding an investigation into the dramatic escalation of childhood gender dysphoria and the lack of scientific foundation for it. Uh, and uh, the Human Rights Law Alliance um, deals with doctors caught up in this every day. Um, and the doctors are fundamentally saying the increase in childhood gender dysphoria is not driven by science, it's driven by political activity. And, and uh, certainly we are seeing that represented in the cases. Well, it's certainly uh, impressive that the ACL keeps standing up and speaking up for truth on these matters. We uh, want to uh, stand with you as uh, you're standing up on these matters. You also have a conference coming up. Tell us uh, about what's, uh, what people can expect. We're going to have a fantastic conference. The conference is going to be at the uh, International Convention Centre in Sydney. Uh, there are almost a 1,000 people registered some two weeks out from the conference. This is on Saturday, October the 9th, kicking off at 8.30am. Uh, we have uh, Tanya Davies, MP, speaking, Israel Folau. Uh, the conference will be opened by uh, Maronite Bishop Tarabay. Uh, there will be some wonderful musical talent present as well. Of course, our own Managing Director, Mark Niles, Wendy Francis, who is known to many of your viewers, and uh, Peter Jones, who's from Los Angeles, uh, a great uh, Bible exponent, uh, will be speaking as well. So a fantastic lineup. It'll be a fantastic opportunity, I think, uh, for people to gather together under the title Not Ashamed and also the concept that we are sharing of being bolder together. So when we gather together like this, our faith grows stronger, our capacity uh, to be not ashamed. Like these 257 doctors who've signed this letter, uh, to the health minister. When you have, you know, two or three doctors who sign that, they can be shot down. But in large numbers, they've got to be listened to and they have greater sense of protection uh, by being together as a large number. So we are super excited about um, joining together with all the delegates in Sydney on Saturday the 19th of October. And um, Wendy Francis is uh, uh, looking at getting a bus from Brisbane um, uh, for that conference. So uh, many of your listeners in Queensland know Wendy, so get in contact and uh, um, 
yeah, they're, they're uh, doing some planning there about getting people down from Brisbane. Sounds like it'd be a bit of a party on that bus with Wendy Francis, hey? Absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, it's, uh, it's great to catch up with you today. Uh, and I know there was another topic we were going to look at about Genesis 127, about a British court uh, that uh, has uh, given a ruling on that. Uh, have you... Uh... Yeah, just simply, I know we're, we're uh, short for time, but this is amazing, Matt, and something I know you'd be concerned about. Genesis 127, the idea that God made man and woman, it's not an idea, it's, it's the Bible, it's God's word. Um, there has been a ruling in a court in England that such a belief is incompatible with human dignity. Wow. And uh, a doctor who asserted that was his belief uh, has been sacked. Uh, and the assertion was that uh, this sort of faith um, doesn't satisfy the requirement of being worthy of respect in a democratic society. Now, um, th- this doctor has been uh, disqualified from an area of his practice, and uh, this is incredibly concerning. Uh, the doctor's name is Dr David Macarith, and it was in a British tribunal hearing last week. So this is the, sh- the pointy end of the stick uh, when somebody says, um, uh, I believe in Genesis 127, the court actually stating that scripture says such a belief uh, is incompatible with human dignity. So that's where things have gone to in England. It's very important that we stand up against this quite brutal force uh, that is seeking to crush Christian belief. Well, it's certainly uh, surprising uh, that, uh, you know, now the Bible is being, uh, you know, you know, spoken about in courts like this. Absolutely heartbreaking. But we know that uh, if we stand on the, the Word of God, we, we know that we'll be persecuted for our faith. So it's uh, certainly a sign of the times, isn't it, hey? Absolutely, Matt. Mm. Well, if people want to find out more, they can uh, search up the Australian Christian Lobby on Facebook or social media and the website acl.org.au. You can find out more about their upcoming conference and uh, all of these wonderful uh, topics that you guys are speaking up for truth for, mate. It's uh, so good to catch up with you today, mate. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your encouragement. Good on you, Matt. God bless. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.